All right, Michael, looking forward to this conversation for many reasons, which we'll get into in a minute. But I'd like to start off with you tell me your franchise story. How do you even fall into this? How do you how do you become CEO uh, in the position that you're in now? If you want to give kind of a backdrop into you, the person. Sure, sure. Um, well, about uh, 15 years ago, uh, I was an attorney in New York and I was commuting back and forth from New Jersey uh, when I found out that my son, who's now 16 and he's fine, uh, I found out that he uh, needed open heart surgery. And uh, that really made me rethink what I was doing because during his whole first year of life, I was like never home. And so I wanted to do something where I could help the community, do something I'd really like to do, and I could also see my wife and son. So I started this online local news site in my old hometown of New Providence, New Jersey. And uh, and after I started it, people in neighboring towns started to reach out to me and said, hey, we heard about this. Can you start it in our town? And I did. And I got to the point where I was running five local news sites myself, at which point I had to start turning down people. But I started thinking, you know, how could we expand yet keep it really local? Because to me, the key being that the sites do original local news reporting, develop relationships with the local businesses in town and are truly local. And so eventually I came up with this idea of in effect franchising local news. Um, so we started franchising in uh, December of 2013 and fast forward to today and we now have more than 90 uh, franchised online local news and digital marketing platforms. That's awesome. So if you were to reflect backcast backwards, Backcast. That's that's backcasting, anyways. Uh, is this where you expected to be now that you look forward in a journey fifteen years later? Um, I frankly, I, I never expected to be to meet with this much success. Um, you know, when I first started um, tap into, you know, I had envisioned that I was going to create this one local news site, and then when it grew to five, okay, that's what I'm going to do. But there's such a need for local news in towns throughout the country. And there's also such a need for, for a place where local businesses can market themselves um, without being, you know, next to uh, people undressing themselves in reels and things like that. Um, and so, uh, so we really found a niche and, um, and that niche has only grown in the years since then, because there's now almost uh, uh, um, over 2000 towns in the country that have no local newspaper, no local news site. So, um, as these local newspapers unfortunately go out of business or uh, have to reduce their coverage, um, there becomes a greater need for more local news in the town. And uh, and so uh, I think that the the future for online local news is is bright. Um, and uh, and I think that there's the need is only going to grow in in the years ahead. When you're thinking about the franchisee. Uh... I mean, in in general, if you're if you were to say Nick, who who should I target? I would my my gut would say you're targeting people with some sort of sales or marketing background that can grow the business. And the reason I would say that is because most editors uh, want to be editors; they don't want to do the business side. Have you found that to be true with your franchisee? That that it would be hard for someone who loves loves news to be the business operator as well. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because when we first started franchising, we were looking for journalists to franchise. What we found was they could do a great job with their site, have great content, have great site traffic, but most of them did not have a sales boat in their bodies. And so a few years ago, we kind of flipped the model on its head and we said, all right, let's look for people with business, business development and sales backgrounds 
who will do the sales side, which usually takes like five to 10 hours a week for one franchise. So they usually do it as a side business, though we have some franchisees who buy like four or five of them and do it in a given area. And then they usually partner with or hire a writer or journalist who does the content side of the business. Um, we have about 20% uh, of our franchisees do this full time. They do both the content and the sales. And then we also have what we call an investor model, but it's kind of a misnomer because the franchise fee is very low, but where someone buys the franchise and then they bring on people to do both the content and the sales. Um, we also have a, a nonprofit model where a nonprofit can start tap into in their community. We have a university model where uh, St. Bonaventure University franchise is a journalism practicum for their students. And we even have a hard copy newspaper model where we have six hard copy newspapers uh -huh. that have franchised from us to be their online site. Um, one of the reasons why we created these six different models is there's not a one size fits all for a given community. And uh, thankfully, we've, we have successful tap into sites in everywhere from the toniest of suburbs to blue collar communities to the most distressed um, urban or rural areas in the, in, in the country. Um, but, you know, you need, it depends on the area. There's not a one size fits all. So you need a model that's going to work in, in every community in the country. How much are you relying on journalists to write the content versus working with, say, PR professionals to help provide the news to you? Yeah, we do all of our own original local news reporting. So every tap into site needs to do at least one original local news story per day. Um, some do a lot more than that. And they also have to follow the Society of Professional Journalists ethics, and they also have to be objective. Um, if uh, content is submitted to us, it's typically um, sponsored content, which mm -hmm. is labeled as such for the reader. So there's transparency. Um, and that way, um, you know, it's critically important that we do our own original local news reporting because both sides of a story need to be told. And typically when you get content from a PR firm, it's their version or their client's version of what they want out there. And so that's why that kind of content on our sites is paid content, which is labeled as sponsored content. I mean, if we were we were having beers, I mean, we could talk about this forever because I don't, I don't know if you know the depth of my background, but I went journalist to dark side and I actually, I started a music magazine in Chicago in 2001. Uh, I came back from New York. I worked uh, internship at Rolling Stone and Details Magazine. I said, how do I take Rolling Stone Magazine and localize it to Chicago? Um, and I did that. And our model was very simple. I mean, two, two sides. One was we would enlist the help of college students or recently graduated writers so that they could build up their bylines. We had no money to pay them, so they were happy to do that in exchange for backstage passes um, or concert access. And then the other thing, our model was, how do we compete with the dailies? Oh, we need one story a day, and we're a daily. So there's a lot of similarities in the, in the ride that we've gone in. And now what we've done with 1851, obviously, it's more trade magazine focused and local. Um, there's still a lot of those principles uh, have translated into what we are today, because the I think you could take the journalist out of the media, but you can't take the whatever the saying is. You know, <laughs> can't take the yeah, journalist. No, there's out a lot of similarities, me. and uh, yeah, I saw that in your background. I was like, oh, this will be an interesting conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, my viewpoint is, I mean, what you're doing in the intersection of business and journalism solve some of the issues that say the bigger publications like the BuzzFeed is going through. And I've always looked at this. I can go back to me working in a newsroom. I worked at a newspaper 
Um, and I can remember financial drove editorial. So if we sold another ad, then editorial needed to find more content to feed in. They, they butted heads the whole time. There was never really an intersection where editorial and advertorial uh, would want to work together. Now, fast forward, sponsored content has transformed the way that storytelling is done. And it, it's okay. It's a part of the model. Um, but anyway, I think, I think you're on a, on a solve. Does that mean it's an easier thing to sell from a franchise standpoint? Or what kind of snags do you hit when you're identifying the right franchisee? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because um, I think you're right. I mean, I think that we have, um, I, and I can't say we're 100% there, but I could say we're 90 plus percent there of being able to help solve this crisis in local news um, through the model that we've developed, which you know is fully scalable. Um, on our side, our technology is all custom. So, um, and we can accommodate, you know, thousands of potential franchisees. Um, we have staff that we can scale up to support it. Our challenge is actually finding those franchisees, finding that that business person, that salesperson, that business development person who um, would like to do something like this. And I know that they're out there. The challenge is finding them. And it's, it's difficult because um, it's literally, you have to go kind of town by town looking for the right person to do this. Um, you also have to find a person who um, understands that the site has to be objective. It cannot be where they're, you know, kind of giving out, the, it's not their soapbox to tell people what they think about what's going on in town. Um, and we also have to be careful about, uh, I guess what you would call capture. Um, we don't want a site captured by one political party or another, or the mayor or the mayor's opponent or anything like that. And so we have to really weed through that when we're approving a franchisee. And um, the majority of people that apply for franchising are rejected um, because we 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 find this kind of stuff out and we're like, no, like we have to make sure that every site is objective because that would impact not only our credibility and reputation, but that of all of our franchisees. Um, so the challenge is, you know, finding that business person, salesperson, business development person who either has that five to 10 hours a week of spare time, so to speak, that would do this as a side business or that person who says, hey, you know what? I'm done with the rat race of selling pharmaceuticals. I want to do three or four or five of these in a given area, do the sales side. I have the capital to bring on a, 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 a reporter or two to do the content side and, and do it as, as, a, um, as a larger scale enterprise. Um, yeah. But that's been our challenge. Yeah, I mean, uh, just a few comments there. One, if I were you, uh, I would go look at the fast signs, the deluxes, uh, anywhere that already has a relationship with the business owner and the community, because they already understand who, who their sales target could be for expansion of, um, of business opportunity. So the mindset might already be there. When it comes to the political issue, total, totally get it. Um, and it's almost like that, that could be an opportunity uh, from a territory uh a way that a territory would be split to say we can actually have two two viewpoints if you ever went that route. There's a CNN and there's a Fox News. Like there's a way that that both sides, even though they'll say fair and balanced, uh, they, they're going to swing in in their own directions. Or it comes down to the way that you address local news. I mean, my my viewpoint and the way that I always stood out, especially as a journalist, and frankly, why I love franchising, 
was that brands don't sell brands, people do. And so when if, if the stories are more about the people story, like one of our early magazines, when we again, we made no money with ours, but we put Howard Dean on the cover before he had his screech uh, and we it lost lost the presidency be, because of it. Mm-hmm. But the interview, I mean, at that point, I'm, I'm 22 years old. The interview had nothing to do about politics and everything to do about the journey to go from, how do you go from a governor of Vermont to being a presidential candidate uh, and that route. And so there, there's 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 adjustments there. But I mean, I totally get it. Um, I, probably trial and error and then taking your your 90 franchises and using them as a leverage point. And we'll say as I as I looked at the business, I thought that was your biggest area of opportunity. I want to see their stories uh, as it relates to you. And that's like you should have your own tap into specifically for your franchisees to tell the stories of where they came from. You should you should do the exact same thing that you're doing in local news for for them from my viewpoint. Yeah, it's interesting because we do have a, a, a tap into insider column where we profile franchisees and, and we, we do that. We put something out about once every two weeks on, on a franchisee. But that's uh, that's a really good suggestion. And I really love your idea about like fast science in places like that. I've even thought about potentially like um, you know, realtors who are involved in the community or insurance agents, people like that, um, you know, and it's, uh, but I think, you know, ideally you find somebody who say a fast signs owner who does it, and then they can help kind of spread the word in their network of fast signs owners. Like that would be the ideal situation, you know, so to scale it more quickly. Yeah, that's right. I th- that, that leaves you the, the giant area of opportunity um, because what, once you get in, once you tap into a franchise brand that makes sense, then they're going to look at it and say, how are you expanding the business? I mean, like there's, there's a million of these. I can think about like cartridge world where the viewpoint on how we use printing and printing services has changed drastically that they went from retail places that would fulfill ink replacement to they've had to evolve their business, but they're left with these franchise owners that are clamoring for ways to have introductions into the community. If the editorial standards were there that you're not paid by talking to a business, that you're gonna go out there and talk to businesses about what's going on in their, in the community, just as a part of the process, then the fruit that you get at the end is the fact that you use this as an introduction. I mean, similar, similar to what we're doing here, you didn't pay us a dime for this, uh, this is us gaining insights and stories into how franchising works. But it also, you, you started before we went on, on online, you said, hey, I just sent you a connection on LinkedIn. Like, this is how relationships are built. And so you take the same process or philosophy and apply it back to what your franchisees could potentially do in the marketplace. It might align with the editorial standards as well. Yeah, that's great. That's a good point. Um, the other thing for what it's worth, and I always, I always do this when I go to a website, the first message that I want to see is what is the why you why now? Mm-hmm. And there's there's almost something, yes, build, building legacy, yes. But I think what you're doing is you're 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 creating the solve, be a part of the solution to saving local news. Like it's gone. And now if I'm out there, I'm like, okay, I I could I could see that. And the fact that be be the be the publisher of a local publication by, you know taking the a shortcut we've shortened the the path to becoming a publisher through our, our model our seo and our, our credibility and so now you start positioning to the business owner of what you're buying and i i do think like at the end of the day i'm going to buy from you michael that 
the story of of your son and what caused you to get into this that that's that's going to resonate with a lot of human beings that say at what point do i want to make a shift in my life and my career and at what level does family play into uh, my vision and i think that's a deeply personal story but deeply valuable to say mike michael's a legit guy i'm buying from michael and i'm buying into michael's vision sharing your story uh front and center could could actually have value um not not selling your story but more so letting people connect with who you are as a human yeah no i appreciate that yeah thank you so to someone that's out there they're they're a ghost they're looking at this video they've happened into this what do you want them to know about the business opportunity um i would say the business opportunity is a growing one um i think that there's uh it's it's funny because even now, like 15 years into since I started, because in October we'll be 15 years old, um, I, I still like bounce out of bed every day to do what we do. And our franchisees are the same way because, you know, not only are you building, you know, a profitable business, but you're making such a difference in the community, helping so many people. And, um, and also, you know, on once my old political science hat, you know, comes kind of comes on, we're really helping to to keep democracy alive, because if people know what's going on in their town, um, there's transparency and, and people, when they go in to vote for an elected official on the local level, they know what they stand for. If you don't have a local newspaper or a local news site, there's no transparency. You have no idea what's going on in your town, not only on the, in terms of government, but even in terms of like, Hey, like the high school football team. I mean, it could be a, a state champion and you wouldn't know it because you have no local newspaper or no local news site. And I think one of the also really awesome things about Tap Into is in every town we're in, we're building community. We're like putting, you know, how communities used to be so tight knit, but because of a variety of factors, they've kind of split apart. We help to kind of build them back together again. You know, um, the, the businesses, the residents, the government officials, the nonprofits, you know, all these. And the other thing too is we help to tell all these wonderful stories that are going on in our towns. Like, Today, you know, um, one, either you don't have a local newspaper or you don't have a local news site, or if you do, if it bleeds, it leads. And that's what you're reading all the time. But, you know, 90% of what goes on in our towns is positive. There's all these great people doing great things. And if there's not a tap into site in their town or a local newspaper, or a local news site that has our philosophy, um, you're never going to hear those stories. And that's what kind of inspires people. That's what that's what builds community and brings people together. And so uh, it's kind of exciting to be able to do that in the in the now, you know, over 100 communities where there's a tap into a local news and digital marketing platform. I love it. I love your enthusiasm on, on the topic again. And I've, I've said this multiple times. I, I think there's a huge pathway uh, for what the local news can and will do. Um, I do think there there is a nice place that it plays from a business standpoint that at the same time of of making an impact in your local market, you can also make a living uh, doing so. Uh, and who doesn't like being the hero, uh, whether that's in in the media or owning the media? Like, of course, you you want you want to be the the all star of your community, and this this opens up a great opportunity. So, um, love what you're doing, Michael. I look forward to seeing where the the story goes. Um, and obviously, I put the website up. If anybody wants to find more. Uh, click on the franchise tab on the tap into site. Um, but for Michael, I'm Nick. This is another episode of Meet the Zor. Take care, everybody.